You're listening to another episode of the Dunstan Group's award-winning Brand Builders Podcast, Quarantine Edition. Same great hosts, but with that Zoom meeting sound quality we've all grown to love. Now, here are your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. Welcome to another episode of the award-winning Brand Builders Podcast, powered by the Dunstan Group. My name is Brian Young. We are here with the president of the Dunstan Group, Scott Dunstan, and we are here with Saqib Kadak from the Axiom Pack. Now, let's talk a little bit about businesses here in Charlotte and starting one. It can be tough, you know, full of making the right decisions at the right time. A lot of things can make or break businesses, and we don't always know the right path to take, which is why business consultants can help us a great deal as we grow and we change, specifically in hiring new employees, keeping talent, maybe even upgrading technology. And Saqib is someone who can do all of that. Now, his organization, Axie Impact, uh, services range from recruiting, retain, retaining top talent, IT, AI, uh, to apply to analytics. And they're continuing to grow, continuing to challenge the industry and coming up with amazing new technology uh, to really help and support the community and support organizations that they work with. Now, we're super excited to have him on our podcast to explain a little bit about his organization, but also some of the products that they provide. So thank you so much, Khabib and, and Saqib, and thank you and welcome to the Brand Builders Podcast. Yeah, it's, uh, it's great to be here. I appreciate the opportunity, and I think, uh, I think you did a better introduction to Axiom Path than I could have done, so thank you for doing that. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Saqib, no kidding, man. Uh, Saqib, thank you again for joining us. Uh, your talents and range of services, uh, it's quite a lot to explain for anyone who is not familiar with business consulting. Sure. Tell us in your own words about Axiom Path. Uh, kind of pivoting on what you just said. Uh, Brian did a great job, but, but I want to hear it yeah. from you, buddy. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, um, uh, you know, I've been part of the, the business consulting ecosystem for a, an extremely long time and, you know, been through the large consulting organizations such as, you know, a technology organization like Oracle, and then, you know, your original big six, such as the Arthur Andersons and Deloitte Consulting. And then, you know, finally decided to, hey, we got we to gotta jump out and, and bring all that knowledge, experience and relationships and turn that into um, our own consulting business where we can really start um, creating a lot of value for organizations. Um, and uh, so, you know, been through a couple of um, uh, startups, had a, uh, you know, had a launch uh, of a consulting organizations, which we grew to several different countries, including, you know, Germany, Switzerland, India, in the U.S. Uh, and then finally, we're at Axiom Path, which was started a couple of years ago. Um, the, the basis of everything around Axiom Path was leveraging data. That was the vision when we started. It, it wasn't around which services, it wasn't around, you know, how we're gonna create, you know, value. Uh, we decided that if we took the data story and if we leverage data and if we leverage the analytical aspects of what you learn from data, then we can really help create the value. And so uh, today we're, uh, you know, we go to market with a multitude of services, um, like you guys mentioned. You know, we have the whole talent management and the, the staffing side, the staffing recruiting side. And, um, you know, we sort of took a, a, a data a story to that as well, right? So we immediately uh, started exploring technology products. We um, started exploring how AI can be leveraged. 
And so, you know, today we were very successful in that space. And I think all of that can be attributed to us leveraging a lot of AI and cutting edge technology, um, but also sort of matching that with the, the human touch of recruiting that's absolutely has to be a core component of um, the services you bring to the client. So if you think about it, right, in the background, in the back office, we think like technologists, we think innovation. Um, and uh, our front-end experience with our customers and our clients is a smooth human interaction. Um, with our candidates, it's a human interaction, um, but um, all of that technology enables to really help us uh, on the talent management and the staffing side of the business. Um, and so, uh, you know, uh, some additional pieces to that, I think it's about um, not only about finding people, but we also, uh, you know, have a lot of um, leading thoughts uh, that we've developed on on how to retain the top talent. We continue to keep up, you know, with trends in the industry um, and we continue to work with our customers on retaining talent as well. Uh, and. Our other component go-to-market is advisory services. These are our high-value advisory services where we bring a lot of um, program risk management. So if you're enabling large programs or projects through your organization, uh, we can actually bring a lot of structure to that. We can help you with risk management of delivering those uh, projects. Uh, we help organizations with M&A, so mergers and acquisitions are a big uh, part of smaller organizations, mid-sized organizations, and large organizations, and we help our clients sort of, um, you know, take that journey of what does an M&A look like, um, and we advise our clients on multitude of the angles. Uh, and then at the end of the day, it's all about digital transformation. So part of our advisory services include that whole business enablement and leading digital transformation. Uh, and again, we... Um, we kind of marry all of these components as part of our high value advisory services with data science and AI, right? So we leverage tools, we leverage knowledge, uh, and we deliver. So those are two sort of main go-to-market um, services. Uh, and then our one of our key pillars that we keep um, in our office is the innovation pillar. So we're always thinking of how do we bring products to the market? How do we bring solutions to the market? How do we solve a client's problem? Um, and through that, we come up with really creative, um, you know, thoughts and products. Um, but, you know, recently uh, we invested the last six to nine months into um, creating a, a really, really cool platform called Cognified, which is um, our uh, platform for AI and analytics for small and mid-sized customers. So we can talk more about that, but those are the three key things that we go to market with. I love it. And you guys, you mentioned something at the very end of this that was all about, you know, pivoting, changing, how are we continuing to come up with new, creative, different ideas uh, and, and you guys have won a lot of awards. Uh, you've won back-to-back -back Fast 50. Uh, you were an NO on Fire award winner, so you probably got the coveted red blazer um, through Cat <laughs> Francis. We actually worked with Cat on that project a long time ago, a couple of years ago, to come up with some type of an idea or an award that would be different. And I know that you guys won, but the neatest thing was is you won Best Pivot Story. And it talks about how you're continuing to challenge yourselves 
to, to be better. And, and I mean, I feel like a lot of people in the recruiting space, it's almost like they come up with a great idea and then they just want to ride it out. Like I'm going to ride this out as long as I can. Tell us like what in your background or what in the culture of the organization constantly makes you think, what more can we do? What do we need to be doing as a company to, to make sure that we're continuing to support as we continue to grow, if that makes sense? Yeah, no, absolutely. That does make sense. And I'll touch on the awards. I'll answer you first and I'll touch on the awards because it's really cool to get, you know, that recognition. Um, and, you know, it's all attributed, obviously, to the, to the amazing team we have. Um, you know, locally and, and nationally, internationally, um, and and obviously our, our customers who um, who sort of have now become you know accustomed to us coming up with you know uh, innovative thoughts and and creative thoughts, et cetera. But it all goes back to our our three pillars that we drive the culture with. So at Axiom Path, um, and this is you know part of our onboarding process. It's part of our um, annual meetings and, you know, <laughs> funny thing is we were going to move to quarterly meetings starting this year, um, and had them all outlined on the calendar. Um, but it's, it's, you know, as part of onboarding, when you join Axiom Path, there are three things that we, um, that we go over and we talk about it. We're a very transparent organization. We literally, every, every team member is allowed to ask any question, whether it's, it's, you know, sensitive question about margins, about revenue, about challenges, about, you know, how are we doing overall? Um, so three things that we talk about. One is our preferred partner pillar. This is, uh, you know, this is our client facing pillar. So this is our customer's experience with every single interaction. It's extremely important for every person to understand that when they're engaging with our client and with our customer, they have to feel comfortable with that relationship. They have to understand that we are an organization that's easy to do business with. That's our number one thing. We have to be easy to do business with. Our customer experience has to be red carpet, whether it's an extremely small engagement to obviously the large engagements, but that customer experience has to be impeccable. And we have to come across as a value enabler. So we're not just coming to you and saying, hey, this is what we do and buy our services. It's all about, let's talk about what's going on in your organization. Let's talk about your culture. Here's how we think. And now let's work together in a collaborative fashion to, you know, address those, you know, either issues, problems or whatever, you know, we're, we're there to address. Our second pillar is our team pillar. So this is focused internally. And this is about if, and having an effective team. This is about the collaboration I mentioned early, earlier. This is about quality and experienced. So we bring all of these things together um, and we wanna make sure that um, our team is comfortable not only with each other, with management, with leadership, with our board of advisors, um, and our board of advisors are just amazing people. Right now, they're actually making a call to every single employee in the company and just having casual conversations, non-scripted, uh, not something I came up with, something they came up with. So it's really, we have that internal team culture that is very strong and our retention rates are extremely high. Almost nobody leaves. Actually, if somebody wants to leave, we, we support them, we encourage them, and we always keep our doors open. Um, our third pillar, and this is where um, 
uh, you know, our great ideas come out of. So we've focused outside, we've focused internal, and our third pillar is innovation. So this is about our depth of services. This is about our robustness of services, and it's about our creative approach of going to market. So when you infuse this type of a culture, um, innovation is encouraged. Innovation on, we encourage that on every single week's recruiting call. You know, we have that discussion. It's like, hey, what can we change? Is your platform working? Are you able to do your job? Do we need to change anything from a process perspective, from a tech perspective? Whatever it is, we always talk about innovation. We always encourage that. And that's where some of the great ideas come from. Wow. (laughs) I love it, man. Um, I'm curious, like right now, in this current environment, how you're implementing that. And it's, it's probably more so than ever uh, with the COVID-19 issue. What are your hot topics yeah. and conversations, you know, with your, with your clients and, and what is everyone doing out there? I think that's the big question, right? There's so much uncertainty right now. And, and it's, and it's very difficult, even if you're the best leader to lead effectively and make great decisions promptly that aren't just, gut-based, right? Right. Um, What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, that's a really good question. So, um, you know, we focused a lot over the last, uh, you know, six to nine months on on launching Cognified, which we can talk about in a bit. And so um, there's a lot of um, innovation related to that that we continue to talk about. Um, it's, it's pretty, uh, you know, and, and things happen. I think it was, uh, it was time to launch on March 20th, which was one of our worst days in, in the queen city. Right. So, <laughs> right. um, uh, and, and that's just the way life works, but, you know, uh, right now we're, we're focused on, um, you know, just, uh, uh, a cleaning house, right. It's like, okay, let's, let's get a lot of things that we needed to work on. Let's get that done. Um, we're obviously getting a lot of the, the marketing pieces put in place. So we're continuing to sort of, okay, these were all the things we needed to get done. We're getting that done. Um, but our, our discussions have been around um, uh, having conversations with our customers uh, on leveraging some of the tools and technologies that we have built to help them sort of prepare. So, um, and, and this might be a good segue for me to talk about Cognified a little bit. Sure. Um, and I can always come back to it, but I'll just talk about one component. And then if that's part of the you know discussion, we can talk about it. But one of the components of Cognified is um, a revenue and marching analytics, as well as a uh, spend analytics solution. So what we're doing is we've reached out, you know, we, we participate a lot in local conferences. An example was our MFG, you know, North Carolina MFG conference that was in Winston-Salem last October. And we met a lot of local manufacturers, logistics, distribution suppliers, et cetera. And so we're reaching out to a lot of those folks and saying, hey, you know, these are tough times. You probably are looking to, you know, and these were all, you know, small to mid-sized organizations. Um, you're probably looking internally on, what your margins really look like, what your spend really looks like. So they've, you know, everybody's kind of looked at that from a high level saying, okay, we need to cut costs, et cetera. You know, with all the jobless claims coming out, we know what kind of, you know, unemployment rates we're hit with. Uh, but these are sort of the analytics products that actually give you visibility into your data, into 
you know, where else uh, is your spend at within the organization? Um, where can you, add, what do your margins look like on your products? What does your inventory look like? And we're giving this product for free. We're saying we're going to do everything it takes to get you on the platform. We'll, we'll spend our resources. We'll get you on the platform. We'll give you a couple of months for free. And there is no tie. We actually, you know, usually when we do like a free trial or free you know, proof of concept. Um, we usually have a, um, a longer term contract usually tied to it. Um, we've actually done away with that. So we're saying, here you go. Here's our platform. We'll do all the work. We'll give you visibility, data, insights into your organization. Use it to make really good decisions right now during the crisis that we have. Um, and so that's how we're, we're, you know, helping our customers, our prospects or our relationships. Um, and I think, uh, you know, I think it's, it was just one of those things that uh, obviously, you know, we invested a lot into this platform uh, and we were really looking at 2020 to gain, a, you know, a lot of the, um, you know, stabilization and financial aspects as well. But we're all in this together. And we said, okay, you know, if our local economy is stronger, if we can help even one customer sort of help gain visibility into what they're looking at, let's do it. And so we're kind of offering that up and our resources are, are, you know, working towards that and, and helping those, you know, onboard those customers on that platform. That's amazing. And I love, um, you know, what companies are doing to support, you know, not only the community, but, but offering free services like that, because you know, there is a need and it's, it's something that can help. Tell us, you know, specifically with Cognified as a platform, it, it, give us an example per se, if you're a company right now, uh, there's some time to think about how can we change? How can we pivot? What can we do differently? I'd love to hear an example of maybe a company that you've worked with that maybe previously hasn't had an application uh, like Cognified and how that can support that business. I know there's a couple of case studies on your website, but we'd love to hear from you kind of an exact example of maybe what an organization who might be a great fit that reaches out to you and then, you know, what the outcome is or, or how can they get set up and how that is supporting them. Yeah, it's a really good question. So, uh, so let me explain, you know, real quick what Cognified is. Cognified was was built again on the premise of, um, you know, making you a data-driven organization. Uh, and what you know, uh, what I realized is there are a lot of um, artificial intelligence is, is the word, machine language, you know, machine learning is, is the word and, um, you know, neural networks and all of this stuff is out there, right? Of, oh my God, AI, ML, data science, how is all of that going to work for us? And it, it has worked really well for large organizations. And what's happened to the small to mid-sized organizations, um, for everyone from a small coffee shop that you buy your local, you know, coffee at to a doctor's office, to a lawyer's office, to a $200 million manufacturer, to a $500 million publisher, right? Everybody in that sort of range um, is a either, um, you know, uh, afraid uh, of what that means, what that even means, because it's very, very, um, you know, large. It's, it's easy to think about. It's very large to, oh my God, how do I enable that? It's complex. It might be extremely expensive and I'm going to have to spend a couple hundred thousand dollars to, to even make a mark and then will it actually even benefit me? And so 
we looked at the spectrum of small to mid-sized organizations and we said, okay, we're going to build a completely scalable, intelligent platform in the background, hide that. Um, and our front end experience needs to be an absolute easy to use UI that any customer of any size can log in, get their data. And we look at this as a managed analytics platform. So that is a really big key differentiator, right? So you can go out and buy tools. Now you need resources to enable those tools. Now you need data science guys. Now you need data analysts. Now you need developers to bring and patch and combine and process all this data. And what we are saying is we're taking all of that away. We'll do all of that for you in the background. All you do is access the Cognified platform and look at your key performance indicators, KPIs, look at the data that you need to make decisions and have fun, right? So it was really about what we say um, on our website, I think we also say it, <clears throat> but it's about democratizing analytics and AI for mid-market company. Hmm. And so uh, if you really think about that, what does that mean? We, we help you uh, sort of gain insights into your own data. And so we have a whole bunch of um, solutions that we've already pre-built and we can always custom build a solution, but it's basically revenue and margin analytics, spend analytics, which gives you visibility into your complete spend within your organization, operational analytics. So this is where your sales, your marketing, your, you know, your outbound campaigns, how do you kind of, uh, you know, gain, um, you know, visibility into your operations. We have customer analytics uh, retail analytics. So if you're an online shop or a brick and mortar, um, how do those conversions happen? How well are you selling a product line? Is it being effective, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and so we have all these pre-built solutions um, that are ready to go. The way we onboard a customer is either you're, you know, getting in one of those one or multiple of those modules. We talk about your data sources, right? And then our teams go to work and say, okay, Here's how we can seamlessly connect into your data. Uh, we make it easy. So we actually have APIs to most of the platforms out there. If there isn't, we'll build it on our own. We'll connect, we'll pull data in, we'll do everything behind the background and we'll get you onboarded and up and running on Cognified. And then all you're gonna look at is what's important to you. And then we work with you because it's a journey. I call data, it's always a journey. Um, there are three aspects of the journey that's also important to understand. Um, there's a descriptive part of analytics, a predictive part of analytics, and a prescriptive part of analytics. And based on the maturity of your organization, of your culture, in our from you know that we make judgment calls for, we have all these metrics that we can, you know, use um, to make that call. It's not one of those oh, to keep things so. So we're going to put you in this bucket. But we talk about it, we fill out that matrix, and then we recommend saying, you know what, I think you've never really had the data journey. Let's start on the descriptive, which is more around um, your visualizations, your KPIs, et cetera. Uh, pre predictive gets into you know, other realms of data and prescriptive is uh, fairly advanced. So you have to sort of mature on that platform. Our platform has the capabilities for all three, um, but we usually, uh, you talked about an example. We usually, I think what we're finding in the small to mid size is they want to get started. So descriptive, 
that visualization, initial view into your data is actually a really good place to start. And as you want to leverage AI and intelligent solutions, we kind of take you to that in a very gradual manner so you don't have a shock um, of, oh my God, what is all this um, you know, data? Um, so that's the platform. And sorry, it went a little bit on it, but I think it was important to understand that background a little bit. Um, and from a, you know, from a typical customer standpoint, I mean, I think I can, you know, talk about our, our spend analytics. Um, we had a local, um, uh, it's a large, uh, uh, pharma company, uh, in North Carolina and, and they were really having a lot of, um, you know, they they've recently gone global. And so they were, they have multitude, uh, they have multitude of facilities within the United States and everybody was kind of um, creating their own sort of spending habits. And so what we worked with them is to bring them on this platform, bring their data from their multiple divisions, bring it on this platform and show them, you know, where their uh, opportunity for savings are. They had a customer, they had a vendor who they had a contract with. One division had a 12% discount. The other division had a 36% discount. Our platform wow. was able to highlight that. It was unbelievable. So now what you can do is you can combine those two. It's a single supplier and negotiate better contractual terms, negotiate better discounts, immediately adding to your bottom line. Um, there was maverick spend going on. So people were going outside the system, outside the negotiate contract pricing, and they were just buying you know, uh, certain things on their own, which was hurting the organization's bottom line as well. So all of those things started highlighting and literally, I think their ROI on, um, they said, you know, within four weeks, they actually gained ROI for two years of their spend on our platform. They've already gained it. So you can think about the next 23 months as, as free for them. Right. So, um, that's the kind of power our analytics platform can have. That's wild. And I very, very cool. It is. And you know, it's funny as you mentioned that, a lot of people, when they think about AI, I just don't think a lot of people have taken the time to understand exactly what it can be. I think when you mention AI and, and you think of artificial intelligence, people are jumping back to the minority report with Tom Cruise walking through the mall and then you know, <laughs> personalized advertisements just hitting you up and people are like, ah, you know, privacy, privacy. Um, right. That's just kind of the thing that I think immediately people think of. And I think it's fascinating that you guys are, are helping out the mid or the small to mid sized businesses, because I think AI and I think this data driven analytics is not going away. I think it's part of the future. I would love to know, besides obviously getting in touch with you and, and trying out the Cognified products, what would you challenge small to mid sized businesses right now during this COVID-19 issue and during the lockdown where companies are trying to pivot, they're trying to be different. They're trying to not only stay afloat, but how are we going to be, um, important, you know, when we get back to our new norm, how are we going to stay afloat? A lot of business owners, if they're, if they're still in business are, are trying to challenge their teams from that. So I would love to know, what are you not only telling your internal employees, but what are some things these small to mid markets uh, need to be doing right now to be positioned for a data driven marketplace that is the future and it's not going away? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, my my high recommendation, and I've already started, you know, um, making calls to uh, to prospects we've talked to. 
uh, to, you know, sort of go through this discussion. But it's, uh, uh, you know, the, the recommendation right now is if you have any time to sort of look within your organization, start looking at the pain points, start looking at, you know, your, the projections that you had over the next three years, because every organization has those. What, what were your original plans for 2020? And I know we're in absolute uncertain times. And, uh, you know, obviously we have many different answers on the table of when things might open, when things might, you know, we might be able to go back, when we're going to be able to every, you know, they're going to be able to operationalize at hundred percent. Um, Right now is the time for these organizations, the small to mid-sized organizations, to look internally, to look at the pain points, and to really see what's important for their business. Are you know, yeah, is it margin? Is it inventory management? Is it the growth side of the business, or is it, oh my God, we've been in such a hot industry, we really never cared about margins because they were always great. We never really cared about spend because we were making so much money. Everybody was just spending the money. We really didn't care to measure our, um, our sales force effectiveness. We really, if you're in the services business, we really didn't care to track our um, hours of what each one of our consultants or a service provider was, you know, billing. Um, so I would look at, uh, you know, I would look at our, our customers and our retention rates and did we lose customers? I would start looking at all these different aspects of the organization based on the industry that you're in and start looking at laying out a roadmap of, okay, we have to be able to continue to be in operations when we come out. We have to be, and as soon as we come out, we have to be, we have to have the cash flow because we all go through the, uh, you know, go through that exercise and be able to grow. Uh, so look at the growth side, look at the spend side, look at the operations in the middle and identify the key pain point for your industry, for your organization and start getting, you know, your thoughts around, okay, these are my systems where this data sort of resides. Now let me start looking at, okay, can I really, you know, uh, talk to folks out there in the industry who do data analytics for a living, who know these systems and who know how to, you know, create value. Um, and let's start having those conversations because um, I think I'll come back to my point, small to mid-sized organizations feel the pain the most, but they are always very fearful because they're low IT spend um, of how they're going to be able to get any, um, sort of uh, edge over the larger organizations because larger organizations are working with big data. They're working with large AI platforms. And it all just seems very expensive. But now things are getting, quote unquote, democratized. Things are becoming more available to, you know, my $150 million organization. Let's move forward. Let's at least explore. And let's look at these platforms that can, you know, help us prepare for the future. But you have to, and every industry, every organization is going to have to be data-driven. Otherwise, they're really going to be left behind. I love that. That is fantastic advice for anyone. And I love how you guys have created a platform that can go across multiple different industries 
I think fear is the number one thing. And you mentioned that a lot of these small to mid market companies don't have the, the amount of IT spend or don't have the amount of money to be able to invest in a very, you know, expensive data driven uh, marketplace. So mm-hmm. I love that you're trying to kind of even that out and give the small to mid markets, you know, an opportunity to compete with the big boys, but ultimately how can you be the best company that you can be? And it's fascinating that, that all of that's coming together. So cheers to that. Now, what I'd love to hear from you is what is your expectation on what the new normal will be? You guys seem to be a company that can pivot and, and, uh, and change very quickly. And I'm sure you have had plenty of conversations over the last month or so as far as what is the new normal going to be? What can we expect out of this? And I would love to understand kind of your thought process, whether that's more work from home, what about trade shows, all different types of things. I love what you envision in the future uh, based on what we're going through right now. Yeah, absolutely. So I think uh, our new normal internally is going to be a, a mix. Um, we've actually come, we started off completely remotely. Then we were partial remote. Then we were in the office. Now we're fully remote. So we've gone through the whole journey. Um, and, and, you know, all those have, have worked for us. Um, but I think for us, it's the new normal is, is probably going to be a mix, um, you know, just to kind of balance it out. Uh, we've always had flexible policies, but I think the in-person um, interactions are, are always good. So I think our new normal is going to be a mix. Um, we used to do, you know, webinars a long time ago. I think we're starting to talk about those again uh, because, you know, trade shows are, are a big part of uh, what we do and we love talking to people face-to-face. So uh, we're definitely thinking of, you know, what are those um sort of replacements for trade show type of events. Uh, And then I think a lot of trade shows have also started to go virtual. So how do we participate in those and still be able to talk to them uh, about, you know, creating value. Uh, And then I think, uh, I think we're going to have to wait and see, right. I think we're going to have to evaluate, um, you know, how we look uh, a couple of months from now. Uh, And we, are primarily driven by our customers. So on the, on the staffing side, right, there isn't, there's a little bit of the, the in-person interaction. Um, but, you know, how do we continue to measure what our, uh, you know, what our customers' expectations are, where they have all landed up with their, you know, policies, et cetera. So I think we're going to, we're going to stay flexible and we're going to adjust to our customers' needs. Um, we did start talking about, because for Cognified onboarding, we did have a lot of in-person red carpet treatment, et cetera, et cetera. So we're kind of changing that. What does that red carpet treatment look like digitally? Uh, so we've already started talking a lot around that. So, yeah, I think we're going to adjust and uh, we're going to be somewhere in the middle, I think. Absolutely. Love that. Very good information. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. I, uh, I feel like I could talk to you for five hours and still be just glued. Um, so thank you for that. What we want to do is, is people that are listening, I I think you've given some amazing, um, advice. I I think you've gotten a lot of people that will be interested in Cognified specifically, obviously working through Axiom Path. Uh, would love to know if there are people are listening right now and they're interested in learning more about your business, what's the best way for people to get in touch with you or your business? Yeah. 
Yeah, so you can actually um, email us, right, at contact at Cognified.com, contact at AxiomPat.com for our professional services, staffing um, part, uh, part of the business. And uh, for Cognified, we also have a um, 855 number, so you can actually call 855-COGNIFIED, um, except for the last D won't matter. Cognified will get you there. Um, and that's F-Y-D. So, yeah, you can get 855-COGNIFIED or contact at axiompat.com, contact at cognified.com. You can email me directly. It's uh, S-K-A-D-A-K. That's kadak at axiompat.com. Um, so I think that would be, you know, one of the best way to to reach us. Yeah. Excellent, man. I I, um, I really do appreciate you coming on and, and sharing some of your story. I think your advice was awesome. Uh, I love what Axiom Path is doing. I think you are a leader in our community by pivoting your organization and looking at the needs that specifically small to mid-market businesses need. Uh, being in that space, I absolutely appreciate that. And I know there's a lot of companies that do. Hopefully this will uh, be able to connect some dots and get you introduced to some other people as well. If you are listening, please like, share, comment. Uh, go check out Axiom Path. Go check out their product, Cognified. Uh, definitely follow Saqib. I think it's uh, you're, you're one of those people that I wish I could just take all of that knowledge and throw it right into my brain because I think it's, it's pretty fascinating. And I've gotten kind of a, a front row seat uh, being good friends with Jordan Crother over there within your organization. I know how proud he is of working for you and working for the business. And um, I'm very passionate about what I do. And I feel like he rivals myself when we're on the phone talking about how excited we are about what we're doing as organizations, but specifically what he's doing with Axiom Path and me over at the Dunstan Group. So when you talk about retention, the employees and the interactions we've had with people that you've hired and have kept over there is a direct reflection of you and the leadership and the team that you brought to, to the table. So congrats on everything that you've achieved so far. Uh, I know from your background, you are a man that is not going to stop at that and, and, uh, and take the pat on the back. You're always looking to be able to support and help. And I think that's exactly what our Charlotte community needs and our country needs specifically in the time that we're dealing with. Uh, so thank you very much for that. Yeah, no, I really appreciate that. Um, you mentioned Jordan, um, you know, Jordan Crowther and, and Christopher Dunphy are a key part of the leader, leadership team and our, you know, from a board standpoint, Rick Broden. Um, and, you know, Jordan gives a lot back, you know, to the community. I think giving back is an integral part of our culture. Um, and, you know, he's, he's been board member of the Ballantyne IT professionals and he, he just goes out of his way to, to help, you know, uh, on the recruiting side, on the staffing side and really works with every customer and every individual coming into, into Charlotte. And I think it just, it just helps significantly. Um, one quick point I did want to mention, there's an organization called, um, so, uh, it's Innovate Charlotte in uh, Queen City. And this is, I just want to mention this for the entrepreneurs out there that Innovate Charlotte actually helps a lot of the startup entrepreneurs. Um, you have to go through an application process, but once you get accepted to the program, they get two to four mentors to support you um, and mentor you on any aspect of your business to help you succeed in the Queen City. So definitely for people listening who are looking for some additional resources, I'm a mentor there as well. Um, originally, it's an MIT program. So yeah, definitely check them out if you want to uh, get some help locally from some very, very experienced people. Um, it should help our entrepreneur community as well. Excellent. Uh, 
Yeah, thank you, Sakib. That This was awesome. Uh, we will uh, get this out to, to everybody. And if you are listening, uh, definitely follow, um, you know, Sakib, follow the story. Uh, and if you're an organization that's looking to, to take a, the next step, if you're looking for the future, you know, these are our companies and products that you need to, to check out. Uh, we're so excited to follow the journey. Congratulations on all of the success so far. Uh, and we will uh, we'll look forward to seeing what else you guys can bring to the table. And I uh, just wanted to thank you again for, for being a guest on the Brand Builders Podcast. Yeah, Scott and Brian, thank you for this opportunity. Really, I had a great time. I wasn't too sure what I was getting into. I had a great time doing it. Um, continue to, you know, looking forward to working with the Dunstan Group. They've been an integral part of our, our strategy. So definitely, you guys have been amazing. So, Keith, thank you very much, man. And best wishes as we all navigate this crisis together. Absolutely. Absolutely. Best wishes to you guys as well. Awesome. Thank yes, you. Sir. So until next time, hope you guys have a great weekend. You have been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast. You've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast, brought to you by the Dunstan Group with your host, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.